Hi guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing and today we are talking about Abby Lawson, just a girl and her blog and uh, in this article I she's talking about going to share how ideas on how to organize uh, our bonus spaces and in this in this instance she's talking about creative spaces um, she says she I blog over at just a girl and her blog.com where I talk a lot about organizing and home decor and teach a little bit about blogging as well I really love all the things home but organizing is my va very favorite so I have a YouTube channel and Instagram account called Abby Organizes. Um, she's one of my favorites because when she does talk about organizing, now she's very detailed, but yet uh, because she's very detailed, it's very simple. That's why I like it. I, um, I think it's she breaks things down in simple, simpler ways that I just, I just like. And um, here are just some of her ideas. We're going to go through some of her ideas and then we'll kind of do a little overview uh, in case I missed anything in the article that um, I didn't uh, say in the beginning. Uh, she talks about she's organized creative spaces of all shapes and sizes, and each one has had its unique challenges, no matter how big or small it has been. But for many of the creative spaces she's organized, she's done the same step-by-step -step process to make the most of the space that have so uh, that she's had. So both really really functional and also matches her taste and style so it's a spot that she really loves to to be in so she's pretty much uses the same steps to organize any space that she's had whether it's a tiny space or a big space um and especially if you're the type that gets overwhelmed really easy she says, start with the things that you that are no-brainers, the stuff that you know you're just going to throw away that are broken, no, uh, it's no longer useful, it's torn, broken, just anything that you know right off the bat that just needs to be thrown out. And then she says to put like items together, categorize everything from the room, Sorry guys, I have allergies, so sometimes my eyes are blurry and sometimes my uh, throat gets dry. But, uh, you know, putting all pillows together, all candles together, all frames together, uh, you know, office supplies, etc. Uh, she says this part of the process might take a good bit of time to complete, but the good news is that the more thorough we are with this step of the process, the easier the rest of the project will be. This is probably the most time consuming. 
you know, you're taking things out of the space, putting them all in categories so that you'll know exactly how much you have. I mean, you'll know whether you have 10 pairs of scissors and then you'll be able to say, hmm, do I really need 10 pairs of scissors? Um, again, whether you're sorting in your creative space or you need, you know, if your creative space is so overwhelming that you need to step out of it and bring stuff out of that space to categorize, you know, that may be what you'll have to get do. But she says, again, whether you're sorting in your creative space or you've walked out of that space to another spot close by, your goal is to put all of the like items together so you can see exactly what you're dealing with. And then when you know whether or not you have too many of one item or if you have items that you no longer use, then you can, the step three is to declutter like crazy. She says, you want to be brutal. Here are a few things you want to be looking for during this step. First, what needs to be in a whole different space? She's talking about, say you're organizing your craft room and you find a lot of Christmas items. Why not put the Christmas items in the, a Christmas bin somewhere else so that it'll leave room for your crafts? Um, so that's a that's also an idea because you're really not going to craft with the Christmas crafts until it gets closer to fall. Um, so maybe put them in your fall or Christmas bin. Um, so that's what she says. First, can I relocate? Are there items in this room that it makes more sense to store in a different space? Uh, and then along with relocating, we can also ask, what can I donate or sell? You know, they're good items, but you no longer need them, use them, want them, uh, donate them. Your extra supplies could be a real blessing to someone if you're willing to donate them to a worthy cause. You know, there might be a uh, elementary school teacher or a church, Sunday school class that you can uh, donate those to, or Girl Scout troop. Um, so the third thing we're going to ask during our decluttering phase is, what can I throw away or send to the recycling bin? I know we did get rid of trash and broken items at the beginning, but as you declutter, you will eventually, inevitably, find more items that can be tossed dry markers, dry glue, you know, paper that's too small to be useful. Uh, step four, which is making your plan for organizing or creative space. Okay, now this is where it gets a little trickier because there is one size, there is no one size fits all solution for this. Everyone will have different items they need to store, different size, shape, space, they're working with and different storage solutions at their disposable. But there is how, but here is how she usually tackles this planning process in her creative space. She makes a list. She makes a, she looks at all the categories, makes a list of what all these categories are, like pens, fabric, wrapping paper, wreaths, extra 
you know, ink, etc. Once you have all of the categories of items written down, then you can go and give yourself an idea of what types of storage pieces would best fit each category and the sizes. Is it a shoebox size or is it a bigger size? Um, what size? And measuring your spaces. So first, I love the combination of open shelving plus storage bins. She says opening shelving like a bookcase or a cube unit or other storage unit makes supplies easy, easily accessible and they're also double as decor too, which is kind of fun. Uh, and then she says maximize your closet storage possibly. Um, organizing her creative space is to maximize she had a small she didn't have uh, an extra room for her crafting so she uh, picked a little closet and she took all the closet items out and just added shelves instead of uh, the poles to um, hang clothes so she says, another thing I have found to be helpful when organizing my creative spaces is to maximize my closet storage if I happen to have a closet in the room. Most closets just come with the standard single bar and one shelf, so it's easy to create more storage by installing additional shelves and rails. We did this in my closet in my townhouse craft room, which you can see. Uh, in the townhouse. Now, in my house, I have, now that I'm an empty nester, my kids have gone, I have one of the bedrooms had two closets, and I put those little plastic white shelves inside those closets, and that's what I use for my craft supplies. But there's lots and lots of different systems that you can use. Now, then she says for the smaller groupings of items in her creative space, she ends up creating little kits and she uses bins that are about the size of a shoebox. She says, uh, I even I end up creating little kits simply corralling the items together in a bin or box. This helps to keep like items together and makes them easy to find. Now in my craft room for some office supplies and for some sewing, I bought some little acrylic bins from the Dollar Tree or 99 cent store and I have the tiny ones for like paper clips and needles in the sewing area because I have them in two different areas. And then I have the bigger ones for pens and markers, the kind of markers that have to stay laying down on their sides. Um, so um, there are different options. You can get shoe boxes at Dollar Tree as well, the plastic ones, but she uses acrylic. Uh, drawer dividers. If you have a desk or are using a dresser or any type of drawer unit in your space, drawer dividers are so key. Yeah, those are really, really excellent. Um, and then she also says pegboards are a great idea. 
um, I bought some Walmart shelves and took the cardboard backing off and I put pegboard on the back of my Walmart shelves and uh, I use those in my craft room to hang um, as organizationals for my craft room. Um, she's okay. Use what you own first. Definitely try to use what you already own first. Organizing the space does not mean that you have to run out and buy all sorts of new bins and furniture pieces right away or at all. Um, she says she likes to sketch out. I like to sketch mine out. She makes a plan, sketching out a plan. She sketches out a plan with pen and paper by drawing the, the room. She says, I like to sketch mine out just so I can have a visual representation of what it's going to look like. I will often just do this with paper and pencil, but if you prefer a digital representation, sites like floorplan.com let you put in your room's dimensions and try out different layouts that way. And she mentions once you figure out what you want, how you want it, you can just make a wish list. She said it was years before she finally bought the items that she needed for her creative space because she had other rooms in her home that took priority. So uh, we'll get to that part in a little bit. But she says, having that wish list in mind helped me to know what I was looking for and gave me a goal for when we had saved up money and had time to devote to my office project, which ended up being a few years after we moved in. And plus, you know, while you're saving up for these items, you might find something on sale and knowing that you have a plan and a wish list will, um, you know, keep those things in mind if you find them at a thrift store or something. Uh, now, if you end up having a waiting period like she did before you start putting all the items from your wish list in place, does that mean that you have to wait all that time to get organized? No, it does not. Sometimes we need to put some temporary storage solutions in place, and while they may not be quite un... Oh, they might not be Pinterest worthy, they get the job done and keep our items organized so that we uh, can use our space e efficiently. Okay. Um, and then she says, execute the plan. You'll want to keep your groupings of like items together as you put things away. And here are a few general rules of thumb to follow as you're deciding exactly where to store things. First, what do I need to be able to access most easily? What do I need to uh, get to most easily? Um, the things that you use on a daily basis, the things that you need the most, the items that you use most often should be front and center within easy arm's reach so that you can just grab them and go. And that's for any space, not just your craft space. When you're organizing, 
the things that you use the most, the things that you use daily and over and over have to be within arm's reach because that is how you are going to easily put them back. If you have to walk over here or over there, you're most likely going to leave it out. What do I only need to be able to access occasionally is the next question. Sometimes uh, there are things in your in your craft room that you only use twice a year if you don't need to get to them every day. So these items should go up higher or in the back sections of the closets and cabinets since they are not used but once or twice a year. Now, are there items that only, are there items that you use, are there large awkward shaped items that will only fit in one specific space. So sometimes an item has to go in a certain spot simply because that's the only place where it will fit. Um, yes, I have a big craft cabinet and I don't want it to be in front of my window in my craft room. So there's only one other wall it will fit on. And then I have my, um, uh, for my silhouette, when I iron things on, on fabric, oh, I forgot what that machine is called, but it's kind of, I've got some bulky furniture in my craft room, so there's only a few arrangements, a few ways I can arrange my furniture. And so those are things that you have to keep in mind. Uh, so sometimes an item has to go in a certain spot simply because that's the only uh, place where it will fit. So then, um, you know, the, put those items in place first, and then all the, the smaller items have to work around that. Um, now, are there any items that small children need to be able to access? You know, if you have children that share your craft room, you will put the items you want them to get into at where they can reach it and also the other way around. If there are items, messy items or items that you do, sh sharp items that you do not want them to reach, they will have to be put up higher. And in addition to that, let me add um, a lot of shelves. Uh, and if they don't come with them, you'll probably need to go to the hardware store. But if you have young kids, they tend to climb when they can't reach something. So make sure all of your furniture is attached to the walls so that if they do climb when you're not aware of it, they won't turn the furniture down on them and get hurt. So that's just an extra Fullerton professional organizing tip. Um, now, also, which items should be close where their activity takes place? For example, if you always do scrapbooking at the same table, it would be ideal to have all of your scrapbooking supplies close to that spot so that you don't have to lug them far every time you want to use them. So that's a good tip. And labeling. Label everything. Step six is to label your items. This step is optional because some people think that if you label everything, it's um, it's very, um, the step, uh, it makes it 
some people like tons of labels. Some people think they make the space too busy. That was the word I was looking for. It makes the space so busy. I couldn't think of the right word. Um, now, Abby says, and I too, love labels. We use them often, particularly when uh, using bins or boxes that are not see-through. Now, if you have see-through bins, you may not need labels. Or you may want labels just so that it looks cute. Um, but if you have bins you cannot see through, those you definitely need labels for. So you won't have to remember and where everything is. You won't have to dig through. Now, eventually you may remember where everything is. But labeling sure makes it easier if other people, if you need to send someone else to find something for you. All right, and then she's got a lot of information on labels, but we're gonna go ahead and skip that because that's a preference thing. You can, um, whatever kind of a label, labeling is on your budget, that's you know what you're gonna have to use. I do love to buy the uh, chalkboard stickers from Amazon and it comes with a little chalk pen. I love that because you can also wash the chalk off with soap and water if you change that bin use that bin for something else and change it out it makes it very easy um, now to keep it organized so you have your gorgeous creative space all organized and put together and it is looking all so pretty and you love it but now you actually want to use your newly organized space right so how can we make sure that we can use our space and make it stay organized at the same time? As I talk about, and as she talks about in her course, um, she calls it, um, oh, she said that habits are, it is a, a habit that you can learn, putting things back. But of course, being organized and having things organized um, and arm's length from the area that you use it, that also helps. Uh, even if you're not great at putting things back right now, this is a skill and a habit that can be learned. She says, I'm not perfect at it for sure. But now, after years of working on it, most of the time I do put things back where they go before I move on to the next project. So it is possible. She said, she calls it closing the loop. It's a mindset. She says, when you think of finish, uh, the cleanup as part of the organ, as part of the um, craft project, don't think of the craft project as, okay, here I'm doing a craft. I finally finished it. Yay. It looks beautiful and then stop there. Think of it as this is the craft project and the cleanup is part of that craft project. It's just a mindset shift and she calls it closing, closing the loop. She says we're not going to be perfect at it and that's okay. She said another habit that we put in place in our house to keep all our spaces staying organized is what I call the weekly reset, and it's exactly what it sounds like. If 
you know, if you didn't close the loop one day and because you had something else that took you away from the project before you closed the loop, um, take, you know, once a week, once per week, everyone in her family helps to straighten up the house, keeping things away and tidy, oh, putting things away and tidying up any spaces that have become messy. That's a really great idea. And she also talks about tweaking your system. Uh, not every, every time you organize, it's not going to work perfectly every single time. You're going to organize your spaces and then you're going to find that some way that you organized it was very annoying and you're going to want to tweak it and make it work. Um, I usually say if I have organized a space and it didn't stay organized a year later, then I really have to figure out another way because it's not working. And um, so far, I have tweaked my spaces enough times that most of my spaces now stay organized. Um, I recently just organized my garage because I was able to sell my uh, tea party business. I can still do tea parties. I still have stuff to do tea parties. Um, and I still do my sleepover tent parties and painting parties and cooking parties. I love the, that stuff because it doesn't have as much um, supplies that I have to bring. And um, my garage looks great. And that will be on a video coming real soon. But uh, now it should be able to, I should be able to keep it organized this time. So she says, the final thing I wanted to mention before I wrap up is to not be afraid to tweak your organizing systems. Sometimes the systems we thought were going to be awesome end up be being a pain. Sometimes our interests change and we find ourselves with new supplies that need a home. Sometimes we realize that a piece of storage furniture isn't really the best piece for the job. So finally, realizing that she needed to change the way she had organized her vinyl. She tweaked her system, storing her rolls in clear bins in a storage unit in her office, and now it's so much easier to find what she needs. So definitely don't be afraid to tweak your system, your organizing systems. All right, guys, that's all the ideas she had, I'm going to do a little bit of a review so that um, if I miss telling you something in that article, um, now it will be um, in the review. Uh, so, Abby Lawson, Organizing Your Creative Space. Most of us who are creatives probably have at least some scatterbrain tendencies because our brains are always thinking of ideas and jumping from thing to thing. But because of this, it's really easy for our offices and craft rooms to get busy and cluttered and full of stuff, which makes them feel really overwhelming to organize. Abby gives step 
uh, great tips to break this cycle and helps you get your creative spaces organized and keep them organized. Now, if you find yourself avoiding a certain part of your creative space or you hate getting out certain supplies because it's difficult or overly complicated, that's a pretty good sign that your organizing systems could use some tweaking. Abby says, I love my family to pieces, but I also like to sneak away to my own little spot sometimes and creative space like a home office or craft room is perfect for that. And it's even better when it's organized. Now, here is something, her ideas. If you're going to organize your creative space, you need to figure out exactly what you're going, what you're working with. So you will know what types of storage pieces you need. You can do this by putting all like items together. If there's items in your creative space that are still in good condition, but you don't have any use for them anymore, Donate them to a thrift store, camp, or shelter. Your extra supplies could be a real blessing to someone in need. If you need more places to store your stuff, consider maximizing the closet space you already have by adding a closet system or putting in some sort of closet-like structure, like extra shelves. I use the plastic shelving from Walmart, and I put those inside closets. Think of cleanup as part of the project that you need to complete before you can move on rather than a separate task that you can worry about later. You are much more likely to follow through and close the loop completely if you do this as part of the craft project. When you feel overwhelmed and don't know how to get started, begin by getting rid of trash. Getting rid of things that are broken or no longer usable is typically an easy decision to make because we're not emotionally invested in trash or broken items. Declutter like crazy and be brutal with the decluttering process. Make a list of all the items you need to store in your creative space and then think about what type of storage items will work best for you. Use bins, baskets, and storage pieces that you already have as much as possible. Don't immediately go out and buy things. Try to use what you already have at home. I have a chest of drawer. I mean, I've graduated. I've bought pieces, but I've also used um, little drawers that used to be my son's drawers for holding his clothes. And I've you know, I start out with what I already have at home and I work it, rework it until I've outgrown it. And then I start buying pieces that I can incorporate into my craft room. But I've always painted each of those pieces of furniture all the same color. So they all coordinate and look like they were on purpose for my space. All right, guys, thank you for listening to this podcast and watching me on YouTube. I hope you enjoyed it and I will see you on the very next podcast. Thank you for watching.